What is up, everybody? You are listening to Oshu, and I'm your host, Cassidy Lynn. Today, I'm talking with Kelly from Blue Page Social, and we're talking about Facebook ads. Yes, Facebook ads. A lot of people are scared of them, including myself, but today we are going to talk about all things Facebook ads and how you can successfully run Facebook ads for your photography business. So stay tuned, listen up and get your notebooks out because you're going to want to take notes on this one. All right, everybody. I am here with Kelly from Blue Page Social. Hello, Kelly. How's it going? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Um, I would love for you to introduce yourself to everyone who's listening, talk about kind of what you do, just so they can get a better understanding of, you know, all things Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Uh, So my name is Kelly Sturdivant. I'm a Facebook ad strategist and I run my own business uh, from the comforts of my own home, which is always an awesome thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I started off in business as a social media manager. So I kind of understood how organic social media worked, how businesses could use it to to grow and generate more revenue. Mm -hmm. And then slowly over time, uh, I realized that I really had a passion for learning paid marketing uh, techniques Mm -hmm. and really fell in love with Facebook ads in general and basically pivoted completely into just offering ads as uh, as a business model going forward. Cool. Awesome. So how long have you been doing that then? Just the Facebook ads part of it? Um, I've been running Facebook ads for a little over two years for businesses and my business has been in, uh, been up for, uh, four years this past month. So cool. Awesome. Well, we'd love to hear it. And the topic of today's podcast is Facebook ads. So you are literally the perfect person to talk to about that. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So let's start with literally just the basics of Facebook ads. Like just tell us like what are Facebook ads kind of how they work. Um, I feel like it's a good base to get an understanding of like what they are first before we start talking strategy stuff. For sure. So unless you've been living under a rock, I think almost everyone is on Facebook in some form or another. And if you've noticed through your newsfeed, you'll get what's called a sponsored post. Those are essentially Facebook ads. So Mm -hmm. they are paid marketing uh, from business owners to get in front of you while you're mindlessly scrolling on Facebook. (laughs) So they have the power to um, help uh, businesses generate more brand awareness, to reach a broader audience, to get in Mm -hmm. front of people uh, that they may not have uh, been able to before. And it gives businesses, especially um, local businesses, an opportunity to get in front of their audience at a lower price point than say billboard ads or or radio or print ads. Um, because a traditional method can be quite, quite expensive. Right. And I feel like Facebook ads are almost more effective too, because who looks at billboards, you know, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Especially now when we got, you know, streaming platforms, even the local, you know, your local cable stations aren't getting the reach that they used to. Uh, so yeah, when it's online. Yeah, for real. So when you're, I guess, creating Facebook ads, what are the different aspects of the ad? Cause you know, you, it's more than just putting a picture up and hitting send. Like there's a lot more that goes into it. So what are the different aspects of it? For sure. Uh, so basically when it comes to an ad, you need to know who your audiences are and, uh, what their likes dislikes are. Um, you need to know what their pain points are. What are, what are the things they're struggling with that your services or your offers can help them to better 
uh, better their lives. Yeah. Uh, and then um, it's learning different uh, different ad copies or ad creatives to okay. just kind of test out and see what's what your audience resonates with. And then okay. ultimately, how much money do you have to invest in paid marketing in order to get in front of those people? Yes, definitely. I feel like in general, it's good to just know the pain points of your audience, like in marketing in general, just to know what things do they struggle with and how do you solve the problems that they have? Exactly. Um, yeah. It's just a good marketing thing to think about in general. It's true. And I think a lot of businesses, even on, even not on a, on a paid scale, mm-hmm. um, it's always good to know what exactly are those struggles that your audience are having. We, I mean, we, as business owners, we always think my products are the best thing or my services are the best thing. People will just love me because I'm me. And while that may be true, they need to have a reason as to why you are be better than somebody else. And that's yeah. where, how you really get to those pain points and how you can help them out. Yes. Oh my gosh. Amen. Especially with a lot of photographers. So we deal, you know, we're photographers on this podcast and a lot of people think that it's just the photos that are going to sell, but it's so much more than that because everyone, you know, a lot of people take really good photos, but it's more, how are you going to actually help them throughout the process of photography, getting your photos done? Like what do you provide for them? that other people don't. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, with audiences, I guess, so you, you know, you mentioned audiences, um, what are audiences specifically on Facebook ads and how do you kind of use them effectively? It's kind of like a very generic question, but I'm interested to kind of like hear you dive into it a little bit. For sure. So audiences, of course, are the people you're trying to get in front of. These are the ones who can also be known as your um, demographic. It could be known as your client avatar, your audience avatar. These are essentially the people who are more likely to be your ideal clients and customers. Mm -hmm. So there's multiple different types of audiences that can be built with Facebook ads. Um, One of them is the best one, which is your warm audiences. So these Mm -hmm. are audiences, uh, these are people who have already engaged with your business online. So whether they've joined your email list, whether they've touched your Facebook or Instagram page, whether they've um, watched any videos that you've put out there, that's Mm -hmm. those people already are aware of who you are as a business. So they're um, they're the first ones that you usually start with. Mm -hmm. From there, you can build um, your your targeted audiences. So these are the things that um, people who don't know who you are but would have similar traits or similar interests to the people that you generally work with. So let's say as a photographer, you are, um, you specialize in uh, newborn photography. Mm-hmm. You would want to be crafting audiences of people who just recently had babies. Yeah. Want to be able to hone in on those audience types and not be talking to senior citizens who are well beyond you know those phases. So it's really right. understanding those types of um, of interest or demographics that your audience has that you ultimately your business will help provide to. Okay, and with warm audiences, how do you like? How do you even know who your warm audience is? Like, what are? How do you even get that info? Like, 
you know, like it's, it's a great concept, but like, how do you actually do it? You know, that is all done within the Facebook business manager and your ad accounts. So you have the ability in there to create Facebook makes it really easy to create, um, an audience of all the people on Facebook who have, who have visited your Facebook page or all the people on Instagram that have interacted with your Instagram account. Shut Um, up. And with things like your email list, when you have an email list of a certain size, you can actually upload that list into Facebook and it'll cross-reference to people on Facebook with that, with that email address. Okay. That makes it really easy. So it's, it's important to be collecting emails and yeah, just using, I guess if Facebook does it already, you don't really have to, but collecting emails is important for running Facebook ads then. Collecting emails is important for running your business. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, because they've already, you know, they've already given that personal piece of information to you. Um, what that helps do with your Facebook ads is be able to create ads specifically for those people who are already into your business. So again, just brings that brand awareness up. And Mm -hmm. two, it actually allows you to create what's called a lookalike audience. These are Mm -hmm. audiences built of the similar traits of people who are on that email list. Okay. Gotcha. I actually used to run some Facebook ads for um, the college that I used to work at. So all this stuff. I'm like, okay, yes. I kind of remember briefly, like lookalike audiences sounds familiar. Um, but it's definitely nice to get that refresher. Um, so then I wanted to talk a little bit about leads. Um, cause I know leads are like, it's kind of confusing if you've never really thought about leads, like a lot of photographers kind of just focus on the taking photos, but, um, with leads, I guess, how do they relate to Facebook ads and how, what even are they? For sure. Depending on the business, there can be different types of leads. Some businesses will call a lead anyone who joins their email list. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you've been in the online space uh, for a while, you know, there are things that are called lead magnets where you offer a PDF or uh, a coupon code or a discount or something to get people to join the email list. Mm -hmm. So anyone does that could be considered a lead. When it comes to services, um, such as photography or whatnot, a lead is generally someone who asks for more information about your services, um, wants to book a call or a consultation with you, um, and has that little bit more vested interest into your services. Mm -hmm. So they would be the different variation types of of what a lead could be for you. Okay. And then once you get those leads, you make them a part of your audiences on Facebook ads? essentially you would actually use your facebook ads to build those leads oh gotcha yeah it's so all for photography together. you could you could essentially run ads that um can direct people to book a consult call with you or to fill out your your application form mm-hmm. um to learn more about your services those would all be ways you would run ads to generate those leads okay cool so with ads like i guess share a few strategies I know like strategies is like you know very (laughs) generic but like talk to someone who literally has never run a Facebook ad in their life and talk through kind of how you would go about starting to run ads and some strategies that you would have for them for sure so there are three things that I always suggest any business uh kind of ask themselves before they ever run an ad the first thing is do I have a product or service that I can run ads to? So in mm-hmm. terms of photography, you have a service, but do you have, do you have a method of people being able to contact you? So okay. do I have a form on my website? Mm-hmm. Do I have a lead magnet that I can offer people? Do I have a, um, you know, a way to book a call? 
Mm-hmm. Once you have that, then your next question is, do I have an audience to sell to? So do I know who, who are the types of people I'm trying to get in front of? Am I a new order photographer ta- targeting parents or am I a wedding photographer targeting new brides and new groups? Uh, once you have an idea of who your audience is, then the third question is, do I have a budget in which I can put money up? Yeah. And this one always throws people because as much as we want to be able to say, you know what, I have $150, $200 to throw into ads. I'm hoping to generate, you know, a couple of leads out of that. The truth of the matter is Facebook is all about collecting data. And ads is just going to tell you whether people are resonating with your offer, which is your services, whether your audience is actually resonating with those with those offers. Uh, And you have to be willing to essentially put that money down and know that it could result in nothing for you except Mm -hmm. brand awareness. So when it comes to new businesses starting out and as much as everyone wants to be able to throw money in ads and, you know, all of a sudden explode their businesses, The truth of the matter is it doesn't happen that way. So you have to be willing to invest that money knowing it's just going to provide you data to make adjustments going forward. Okay. If your business is not at a point where it can feasibly hand out, whether it's a hundred dollars, thousand dollars, $5,000 into ads, um, knowing you're not getting, you could very well not get any, any leads or any results from that. Then don't waste your money on Facebook ads. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. Um, With money, this might be like a little bit hard to gauge, but what is like a good budget to have? Like what is like, I guess the absolute minimum budget, (laughs) Um, which there might not even be one, but I figured I had asked, you know, this is a question everyone asks. And the, the, the truth of the matter is I can't tell you Okay. Um, when it comes to budgets, like I said, the biggest thing is what is, what can your business afford to spend? That Mm -hmm. means If you lost this money today, is your business going to go bankrupt? Are you not going to be able to put food on the table? You're not being able to pay your bills. First and foremost, if that is the case, please, for the love of God, do not put money into ads. Feed your family. (laughs) If your business is, is, you know, picking up momentum and you're looking to, you know, experiment a little with paid marketing and, and just see how things go, then whatever that budget is needs to be something you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. When it comes in terms of ad spend, Facebook is a pay to play platform. That means the more money you're willing to throw at Facebook, the more Facebook is going to be able to show your ads to people. So if you're starting with $5 a day, perfectly fine. I know many businesses that do, there's nothing wrong with it. I've run $5 a day ads. Yeah. The key to keep in mind is that the data is going to be the same, whether you spend $5 a day or $500 a day. The fact is going to be, it's going to take less time on that higher budget. So at $5 a day, you can't expect results in two days. You can't expect Mm -hmm. results probably in 10 days. So you have to be willing to either invest time or money into collecting that data. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, which makes sense why you can't just tell me, you know, a thousand dollars. I know. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> right. Um, so when it comes to ad effectiveness, um, cause you know, basically anyone can go and add a photo into Facebook ads and click a bunch of random buttons and spend 200 bucks on a Facebook ad. But what are some ways to make your ads more effective especially if you literally have no idea how to run an ad in the first place. For sure. So again, the first thing is, is knowing what you're driving traffic to. What Mm -hmm. is the goal of your ads? If your goal is to get people to book 
um, you know, book a call with you or to join your email list, then you need to make sure you're set up for that particular type of campaign. If your goal is you just want to get some brand awareness, maybe you, you write blogs about photography as well. Maybe you just want to send people to your blog posts to help build up, you know, some brand awareness. They're very different strategies that, yeah. that those would play with. And there are mm-hmm. very different ways you'd set up those campaigns. Okay. Um, again, understanding your audience and who the types of people are you're trying to get in front of will, auto, uh, will ultimately help the effectiveness of your ads. Mm-hmm. And being able to understand what that data is coming back, being able to read it and see, okay, my ad is actually not hitting the right people. I need to make adjustments. Or my ad is actually hitting the right people, but no one's booking a call because there's something wrong with my landing pages. So okay. that's that's essentially what your ads will tell you. And being able to understand that will ultimately help you to increase the effectiveness going mm-hmm. forward. When you look at an ad that maybe isn't performing well, what are some indications that you need to make changes to things? Like what are some things that For just sure. show you? So the first thing will be your cost per result. So if your result is, let's say, collecting leads or an email, uh, getting people on your email list. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, we want to collect emails for as cheaply as possible. Um, And I like, depending on business models, I like to keep that under about $5 an email, depending on you know, what the offer is and, and who the audiences are. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, putting out money and you're only collecting, um, if, if, let's say you're collecting an email for $10, does that make sense for the business to continue to pay $10 to get someone to join your email list? Um, and those are things you'd have to know as a business owner is what exactly is the cost to acquire a client? What is their ultimate spend with you? Um, and, and what the conversion rates are. So okay. For instance, let's say out of 100 people who contact you about your services, 10% will actually book, uh, you know, a photo shoot with you. Let's say your photo shoot is $500. So out of 10 people, that inc- that would get generate, you know, a $5,000 return for you. Yeah. So it may make sense to pay 10 or 20 or even $30 to get someone per, to join yeah. your email list or to book your sales call because, okay. you know, over time... Um, yeah, like if 10 people booked at $20, that's $200 in ad spend to get one person to buy a $500 product. Yeah. So that, that makes does, sense. Yeah. Okay. Right. And and you said that's cost per result. Is that what it's cost called? Cost per result. Yeah. Okay. So depending on the, the objective of your ad, your cost per result could be leads. It could be link clicks. Let's say we're driving traffic to a blog post. Mm-hmm. I want to just get people to be familiar with my brand, see what I'm writing about, blah, blah, blah. A link click could be 20 or 30 cents. It could be 80 cents. So it's understanding what what the result is and what it ultimately will mean for your business uh, uh, going forward. So that's first and foremost, what we look at Mm -hmm. from there, we look at things like, um, you know, out of that traffic, how many people are actually landing on that page. If there is a fair amount of traffic going to that page, but the cost per result is quite high, then that could be an indicator that something on that page isn't quite resonating with our audience. So maybe we need to change our messaging. Maybe we need to Mm -hmm. change our imagery. We need to have someone kind of look and make sure it flows right. Um, If we don't even get to that point and we're putting out, let's say, uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars in ads and no one is clicking through on the ad, then that is an indicator your ad isn't working. So image isn't hitting right. The message isn't hitting right. Your audience Mm -hmm. isn't hitting right. So really understanding what those methods are Mm -hmm. can help you to, to ultimately increase your effectiveness. Yeah. So how are you able to see, so you said like people click on the ad, but then if they don't actually go 
to the page that you want or is it like a couple of steps like you want them to go on your website and then you want them to contact you um I'm a little confused about like the pages you're talking about and I might that just might be me brainstorming right now but (laughs) it's all in how you set up the ad um and what the objective is so Mm -hmm. for instance if we're trying to get people to book a call or you know fill out our our application form on that particular form we would need to set uh the facebook pixel on that that enables facebook to be able to see who is taking actions uh on those particular pages so when you craft the ad you're telling facebook in that ad I'm directing people to this URL. Mm-hmm. And when people take action on this URL, it signals an event from that Facebook pixel. Yes. Okay. Which then comes back to the ad says, Hey, guess what? So when, you know, someone reached your form and yeah. they submitted the form and this is your cost per okay. lead for that. That was what I, yes, that was exactly the answer to my question. <laughs> so a Facebook pixel, um, is that like, I don't know. I've so I've used Facebook Pixel, but is it like still a thing? I thought they were transitioning it to be something else. Or were they not? No, the Facebook Pixel still is still very much effective. Okay. Um with the changes with the iOS update earlier this spring, there has been some changes in how we can collect data. Okay. Um and there are other methods you can do with not only with a Facebook Pixel, but with uh, Facebook's own uh API conversion uh events, which is a little bit different than the pixel, but it's basically the pixel. Yeah. Um, and it's just a way that we track information coming forth. So unfortunately mm-hmm. now, uh, as advertisers, the uh, data that we're getting from the Facebook pixel is not as effective as it used to be because of the rate of the restrictions we now have on privacy, mm-hmm. but it's still an effective tool to be able to understand who's hitting your site. What actions are they taking? Okay. So if someone is running ads, they should definitely be using Facebook pixel. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Great to know. Um, I've set up Facebook pixel before and it's perfect. It works exactly. You know, you could do the little action things. It's super easy, but it makes sense if you're just running ads and you don't have Facebook pixel, it makes sense a little, why you'd be a little bit confused. So yeah. 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 You need to, you need to be able to track those actions. So if Facebook doesn't have a way to track it, you're not going to get any results on your ads. Oh yeah. You're literally just dumping money into exactly. Facebook just for fun. Just yeah, for hand fun. Hand it over to Mark. Just hand yeah. him a check and be yeah. done with it. <laughs> exactly. So I wanted to talk a little bit about design elements of ads um, because you kind of mentioned it a little bit. So I guess um, what are the design elements of ads that make them more effective? I know there's like this whole world of design of Facebook ads. I don't even understand. But yeah, kind of talk us through the design of Facebook ads. For sure. Um, A lot of design really comes down to the type of business you're running and Mm -hmm. who you're trying to get in front of. Now, I'm not a designer by any means, any stretch of the word. And (laughs) and I'm sure as photographers, everyone knows too, like there are vastly different ways that you can do photography. There are vastly different ways you can do design. But when it comes to an ad, what I look at most is um, with the business, is the business a personal, like is someone the personal face of that business? If so, 
the personal image should be first and foremost, the thing that you use to promote your business. So if you're a personal brand photographer, um, or if you're the face of your own photography business, it makes sense for people to know, like, and trust your face. Ah, yes. But if you're a business where, um, you're not, and maybe you have a studio of photographers who work under you, then Mm -hmm. you would want to be showcasing imagery that reflects on the types of work you do and the types of clients you serve. So for instance, if I'm a newborn photographer, I'm not going to have ads that have weddings in them and vice versa. You want to make sure it's really attracting the types of people you're trying to reach. Yeah. With that, it's also um, ways of conveying a message. So again, hitting those pain points that your audience may have can also be relayed into the imagery. Um, I love imagery that really hits on that emotion. So if I'm Mm -hmm. like, if I'm dealing with clients where their biggest pain points their audience has is frustration or anger of whatever the pain points is, the finding imagery that actually conveys those messages Mm -hmm. really resonates with the types of people. and of course, as photographers, it makes most sense to use your own imagery to yeah. showcase in an ad. Yeah, duh. Like <laughs> you take all these photos for what? Like- exactly. <laughs> use them. Plus, then they become a business expense for you, for your business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what um, type of like design performs the best? Because there's videos, there's carousels, if mm-hmm. I'm correct. And then there's like just the static photo. Is there mm-hmm. one that? speaks louder than others? Um, really depends on the audience and the, yeah. the industries, but video generally performed better than everything across the board. Okay. hundred percent. Yeah. Now video does not need to be professionally crafted, like studio quality type of imagery, unless of course that is a service you're offering, then you'd want to make sure that's, that's a key. Mm-hmm. Um, but really when it comes to video, it can be as simple as changing a static image into a video by adding okay. glitter or adding, you know, a little bit of, of sparkle. Um, in fact, I have a couple apps that I use, uh, frequently. Um, I think they're, free. Otherwise they're like, you know, $5 to to use or whatnot. Um, one of them is called Vimage and it actually allows you to take an image, um, and add an element. So let's say I had an image of a coffee cup. Vimage will actually allow me to add uh, steam coming out of that coffee cup, (gasps) which then turns it into a video. Are you kidding me? That's incredible. (laughs) Cool. That's a good thing to know. So it's, it, it gives the illusion of an image, but the great thing about video is that it is the only ad, uh, creative that you can run where you can actually create an audience of people who have viewed that video. Mm, yes. And with the changes to, you know, the iOS and not being able to track effectively when people go off site, the video lives on Facebook because it's a, it's an ad or it's on your page or anything like that, that mm. Facebook can actually keep that audience for you. And it's a hundred percent that audience and it's compliant yeah. so that you can then retarget those people with something yes. else afterwards, which okay. really, really helps. Awesome. That was actually something that I was going to ask you about. So we used to run video ads all the time and all the people who would watch, let's say more than 15 seconds of that video we would then create an audience out of them and run a second ad towards them. You Different video, a little yeah. bit more um, per- like personal or, you know, a little bit more specific about what we're advertising, whatever. Um, and that retargeting strategy is really, really helpful. So um, sure. yeah, just if you're okay talking a little bit about retargeting, um, because sure. I think it's very interesting and very, very effective. 
Absolutely. Um, so like we said, with, with the iOS changes, we've now lost a lot of the effectiveness that the Pixel has. So prior to this spring, we could run an ad um, and, you know, whatever action people took. So let's say they, they signed up to my email list. I could pull a, a, um, a list of all those people who sign up for my list and I could retarget them with another offer. Yeah. The problem now is all Apple devices will not allow us to track their users landing on that page. So now I have no idea, you know, who, who hit this sales page or who hit this blog or who hit this effectively. Mm -hmm. So with a video ad, because that medium lives on Facebook, whether you've, you like put it on your Facebook page and then you're running an ad to it there, or whether you've built an ad, like it becomes part of your creative. Um, you're not sending someone off of Facebook. Yeah. So, and Instagram as well. So um, Facebook allows you to create that audience. It doesn't matter what device they're on. It's, it's lives within Facebook. Facebook owns all of that data, which they now, uh, you know, comply to you. So what it allows you to do is build an audience of people, especially in that brand awareness level where people may not know who you are yet. It gets them interested in who you are. Oh, that's great. I'm, you know, I'm watching their video. It looks awesome. Blah, 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 blah. But now those people I can then hit with my offer directly. So mm -hmm. it kind of, it gives you the step of, of building brand awareness to target. Because we all know a lot of times with high-end services, people aren't just going to instantly click and, and, you know, book or pay out thousands of dollars into a service. They need that, that brand awareness, that no like, and trust factor. So video mm -hmm. views really allows you to create that um, yeah. effectively uh, and to be able to retarget more effectively with that. Okay. Awesome. I, I'm loving the videos and it's nice even still that as photographers, we can turn things into videos. Maybe we can do some sort of like GIF video. Um, any, any type of creative video that can then be used super effectively. Um, that's a really good takeaway from this. For mm -hmm. sure. And there's tons of apps that, uh, that we can do. And maybe I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get you to put in the show notes or whatnot, the, okay. uh, the couple that I use, uh, specifically, yeah. um, but don't knock something like Instagram's boomerang boomerang still provide a okay. video and, and can yeah. still work really, really well. Yeah. Um, utilizing, and especially if you util utilize content you've already created, such as Instagram reels or, or your stories, um, as long as they don't have copyrighted music in it, you can download those and repurpose them as ads as well. They work really well for that brand awareness and it's already created. <laughs> yeah. Don't reinvent the wheel. A lot of times when it comes to video, use what's already available to you. Yeah, totally. So if someone's a, um, let's say they've been in business a couple years, they want people to know about their brand, not necessarily like promoting a service, but they want more brand awareness stuff. Um, what type of like, I guess, campaign would you suggest them doing? Like, is there like multiple ads, a part of an ad set that you think performs well for someone like that? Or I don't know what, what is your advice? Um, when it comes to brand awareness, again, it comes down to what is the goal with, with those audiences. Mm -hmm. So for me, brand awareness, running those video view ads makes the most sense because, okay. again, it's an audience that you can retarget. Yeah. Um, sending people to your website, so blog posts or articles or um, portfolios are always a good thing to have. Mm -hmm. uh, and ultimately getting people onto an email list. Your email list is the only thing you as a business owner own 100% outright. 
you do not own your Facebook page. You do not own your Instagram. You do not own your LinkedIn or TikTok or anything like that. So if all of a sudden tomorrow, you know, (laughs) everything goes, everything's gone. And, you know, Zucks says, screw it all. (laughs) I'm, I'm shutting it all down. Yeah. How are you going to get in front of your audience? Mm -hmm. So really building that email list. It's the only thing you can own a hundred percent outright and be able to, to, to market to however you fit. Um, so for me, when it comes to that entry level type of ads to, to go through, it's how can I get people onto my email list? How can I keep them on my email list? And how can I build that brand awareness for as cheaply as possible mm-hmm. uh, going forward? Okay. Yeah. And that brand awareness is probably going to come through email blasts and stuff anyway. It's just getting them on that list. That's going to be the goal of the Facebook exactly. ad. Okay. Yeah. So as a photographer, you'd want to look at what are some of the ways that I can get people onto my email list. So, mm-hmm. and again, every photography uh, is different. So maybe it's a, a sitting, you know, you waive the sitting fee or it's a discount off of, uh, you know, your eight by 10 print, maybe it's okay. 50 bucks off your, your session, like whatever it is that you as a business owner would be willing to provide yeah. is always a good thing. I've also seen photographers who do things like um, PDF files that have, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the, the top five uh, outfits you should wear for brand photography or 10 things brides forget with their, with their yeah. imagery, like whatever, <laughs> whatever your audience needs, again, that those pain points that you can hit that yeah. will help build that no like and trust. Yeah. And then you can run ads with that specific like freebie PDF and that will get people onto your email. List. Exactly. Exactly. Love it. Okay. Literally making an ad like right after we log off this call. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I probably won't, (laughs) but um, cool. Is there anything else that you feel like would be helpful for people to know about Facebook ads or just things in general that um, are good strategies to know? I've basically kind of hit all the things that I've been super curious about. So um, the biggest thing really when it comes to to running any kind of marketing, whether it's Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever platform you choose, is um, is really understanding that regardless of what people say, these platforms want you to succeed. They want you to make money. They want you to continue spending money with them. And they know yeah. if you're not getting results, you're not going to spend money with them. So really understand the platform you're working on go through their, their terms and services, really have an understanding of what you can and can't say in ads and targeting and all that kind of thing. Um, Facebook actually has a free class. It's a a Facebook blueprint um, and it's free for anyone. And you can walk through it as a business and be able to, to kind of get an understanding of how ads work and the, you know, the, the pros and cons and the yeses and nos that you should be doing in ads. Yeah. Yeah. And every platform has, has something similar to that. So it's really understanding the platform, really understanding what you're getting yourself into. Right. uh, Because if you break those terms and services there, there isn't a lot of coming back from it. Oh no. Yeah. With this just popped in my head. Um, so how Facebook and Instagram, you know, they're one in the same at this point, Mm -hmm. just different apps. Um, is there a, there obviously must be a difference in how you would run ads on Instagram versus on Facebook. Um, I guess, is there a difference in how you would create and run ads for the two? 
You can run both out of your business manager on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times when you run a Facebook ad, it's an automatic placement to Instagram as well. Okay. Now, when it comes to specific to Instagram, because I know a lot of businesses will say, well, my, my customer is only on Instagram. I don't actually want to run to Facebook. You can run just straight Instagram ads through, through the business manager, which I do okay. recommend. Yeah. So with Instagram, again, that's understanding the medium you're on. So we know Mm -hmm. Instagram is now favoring more video. Yes. Stories is always going to be the biggest, Mm -hmm. uh, biggest seller for them. So it's really crafting your ad imagery for that platform. So creating that nine by 16 um, story reel, Um, having that 15 second video uh, in order to do having a square image. Those are all things that work the best when it comes to that platform. Okay, cool. Yeah. And Facebook lets you upload specific content if you want it to be a story versus if you want it to be a video or do those have to be separate ads or can they be the same? No, you can run. So when you build up the ad in the ads manager and you Mm -hmm. go to add your, your media, you can actually select what, uh, what, uh, what placement it is and adjust the placement. So let's say I had, um, I had a square image that works for my uh, reel or for uh, my newsfeed, but mm-hmm. stories, I want it to look like a story ad. You can yeah. upload an image directly in there to stories and it runs all as that one ad. Okay. That's perfect. That's super helpful. Um, cool. Well, honestly, I feel like we've covered literally so much about Facebook ads. Um, I hope anyone who's listening feels like they are can take a stab at running Facebook ads. Maybe don't dump like $5,000 into it, but you know, kind of test the waters. And like you're saying, it's, it's really a matter of reading the data that you get back from it, seeing what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, and then running the ads that do perform better. Um, and just like learning from it. I feel like it is a big learning experience when you first start out. Totally is. And the, the biggest thing to keep in mind is it's, it requires patience. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to fix businesses. It's not going to generate revenue instantly. So have patience, understand that it's going to take some time to understand, not only learn ads, but to learn how to uh, effectively ch- uh, change them as well. Mm-hmm. So um, for anyone that's listening, can you just tell us where they can find you social media and kind of like what you're, what you're doing in your business, like that's up and coming. I don't know anything fun. <laughs> First rate, you can find me on all platforms under the handle at Kel Sturdivant. Um, and we'll get that for you for show notes. Yeah. Um, and I'm on every single platform. In fact, my favorite platform is TikTok. So that's where I post <gasps> a lot of my content. So feel Same. free to find me on there. <laughs> I I'll have it. to go follow you. I didn't know you're on TikTok. <laughs> most, most, uh, most of my content goes on there. I also have YouTube. So a lot of, uh, a lot of video trainings for uh, yeah. learning Facebook ads is on uh, my YouTube as well. Cool. Uh, and then my website, bluepagesocial.com is a great place. I have a ton of free resources as well um, that you can uh, grab from there. Yes. Love it. We're going to go over to your website right now. I'm going to download everything you have. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Cool. It was so great talking with you. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. I had a blast. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment, oh, keep my sanity No wisdom rushing in So much clearer